You are Locked On Balls, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Volunteers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Balls, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. And um, really do appreciate you guys for tuning in, talking a lot of SEC media days in Tennessee as it was Tennessee's turn in the spotlight in front of the microphone on Tuesday. Looking forward to a fun, action-packed show. We'll get to the rundown here in a moment, but I want to remind you guys about the live NBA Draft show coming up. NBA Draft GOAT Chad Ford locked on NBA Draft host Rafael Barlow and locked on NBA host John Carlillis will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick, Follow the Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. So we're talking Tennessee SEC Media Days and much more. And uh, we'll talk. We'll recap what Tennessee said, what Josh Heupel said, Bayless Jones Jr. and Alante Taylor, all in segment number one. We'll hear more from Alante Taylor in my one-on-one chat with him in segment number two. And to conclude the show today, in segment number three, Chuck Oliver, the king of college football, the Chuck Oliver Show, as well as 680 The Fan. I'm a contributor to his show. I've gone on his show many, many times talking Tennessee volunteers. So, hey, I thought it was about time that Chuck... Return the favor. Come on this podcast, and I caught up with him on Tuesday at SEC Media Days, and he had a lot of things to say about Tennessee and Josh Heupel. So that is the rundown here today. Uh, Before further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. This is Locked on Vols. So it was Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Ole Miss at SEC Media Days on Tuesday. Georgia came out, Kirby Smart did his spiel, and then you heard from... Um, you know, a big old defensive tackle by the name of Jordan Davis. You heard from quarterback JT Daniels and about Georgia, the expectations, the team, and all that good stuff. And then Tennessee came on, followed by Kentucky. Mark Stoops came out there with some guys, said some good things. Ole Miss came out there, and Lane Kiffin took to the main stage in the podium, and he was very reserved, and he had a lot of jokes. He first jo- cracked a joke about he wanted to remind everybody this was the second time he's been at SEC Media Days as a head coach. This year, not last year because there wasn't any, but back in 2009 when he was Tennessee's head coach, he said a lot has changed. Um, he also made sure to tell everybody that he had his son Knox uh, here and um, with him. Of course, he's named after the city of Knoxville. And um, I had a couple other jokes talking about uh, Tennessee and talking about working for Lane Kiff or working for Nick Saban. It was very different in terms of. You know, most coaches get up there with an agenda. Hey, I want to run through my depth chart. This is what we stand for. This is what we've done. This is what we've overcome. Looking forward to this player doing this, yada, yada, yada. You know, Lane Kiffin talked football a little bit, but it was more kind of the Lane Kiffin show. He was funny. He was candid. Uh, it, w- it was kind of cool to see. But nonetheless, that was to end the day. But let's go and let's talk about Tennessee. Josh Heupel got up there, kind of ran through his scheme and said, I want to, you know, a couple things that stood out to me was he says, uh, you know, the, the Power T has got such a brand. It's one of the most iconic programs in the country and that's why a lot of players want to come and play for Tennessee because because of that brand but he says I want to put a new age spin on it meaning just high octane offense trying to evolve trying to be different from what anybody else is kind of doing and that was kind of the the theme going out uh, throughout uh, the, the morning with Josh Heupel in the local media availability Josh Heupel did say he was asked Greg Sankey said on Monday that only six of the 14 teams in the SEC have reached the 80% uh, or the threshold uh, for 80% COVID vaccinations. Um, 
Josh Heupel was asked if Tennessee is one of those teams, and he said no, but he can envision the team being there by uh, the, the start of, of football season. Um, I have been told that Tennessee is nowhere near that, so it's probably somewhere in the middle, you know, somewhere where you're just right under 80% and somewhere in the middle between where I said Tennessee is nowhere near it, probably somewhere in the middle, but that's just kind of kind of where it is. Um, Tennessee will be practicing in the mornings this year, Okay. Something that Josh Heupel did at UCF. We've known this for a little while, but it was made official today or really in the last couple of days. Something that Josh Heupel did at UCF was practice in the morning. Uh, and speaking with Josh Heupel today, you know, away from microphones, he said, hey, this is this is kind of something that I like to do because it, it kind of breaks the day down in three parts for our student-athletes. Number one is football. The second third is school. The third, the last third is, is a social off where you go out and you, you have fun with friends, you go get dinner, you go bowling, whatever the case may be. You like it because you get football out of the way early on where you can focus on academics, your study halls, get all that in the eve- in the afternoon and the evening. It also keeps guys, when you have morning practices, out from going out and, and staying out too late, all that type of stuff. He just likes the morning practices. It will put me in a bind for sure covering it because I'm on the air every morning from 6 to 9 a.m. I'll have to figure something out in order to get the practices. Don't worry, I will. I will figure something out. But uh, that was also kind of noteworthy here today as well. So, um, you know, Tennessee, a lot of the expectations, a lot of the or the, the questions, rather, were kind of what's it like playing in this offense? What's it like playing for Josh Heupel? So many players, so many prospects I've talked to say, hey, what he says is what's, what you're going to get. And, and that's that's kind of you know very true of Josh Heupel. He came in and said from the from the beginning that he wants to connect with his players. He wants to connect with the community. He wants to connect with recruits. Josh Heupel said that today on the podium, and and I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, one exchange I do want to play, um, you know, for for you guys. I asked a couple of questions to Josh Heupel. One in the main room, one in the radio room. The one in the main room, I won't play this one because I don't have the audio right now handy, and I apologize. Everyone wanted to ask about the quarterbacks. Quarterback, this who's the leader in the clubhouse? Hendon Hooker, J- Joe Milton, Harrison Bailey. You know, whatever the case may be. And I've said all along, hey, guys, we don't know. This competition is open. We're not going to know anything until these guys get into get into camp and start repping it out, you know? Um, and, and that's why I didn't say, hey, which quarterback's in the lead right now? But I did want to ask, ask kind of the same question from a different approach. Not really the same question, but kind of hit it from a different angle. I asked Josh Heupel, you know, with an open competition with any position, but it's specifically the quarterback position, when do you start – you know, cutting the reps down for some of the other guys. When do you go from four guys getting the same amount of reps to two guys getting the same amount of reps to one guy getting all the reps and the backup getting uh, a little bit here and there? And he said that, hey, it's when the guys know who the guy is, really the guy that makes all those around him better. And he said you can't fool a locker room. The locker room knows who should be out there and who should be playing. And so he said a lot of that will kind of kind of take care of itself. I, th- I thought that was a, a really neat, interesting way to answer that. But he said, hey, they're going to they're gonna rep, rep, rep. They're going to try to figure it out and as long as it takes. But uh, they'll figure it out. And once that happens, the reps will cut down and it'll all go to, you know, the starter and or the backup or, or two guys who are going to be competing for it, you know, for, for the last week at camp or whatever the case may be. So I found that uh, to be interesting. Another exchange I had with them, Joey Halsey, if you remember – and I'll play the whole clip here because I, I think it's kind of neat. He was talking about how his dad coached in D2 for a while. But I asked Josh Heifel about what he looks for in a quarterback. What else does he look for in a quarterback? Here is one of my questions with Josh Heifel at SEC Media Days. Eric came the sports animal, ballquest.com. You mentioned your dad coached Division II, long-time Division II yeah, coach. Where did yeah. he coach? 
Northern State University, uh, Aberdeen, South Dakota. Um, he was a defensive coordinator. I grew up on the other side of the ball and <laughs> sitting in linebacker and DB meetings. Good deal. Well, my question is, uh, Joey Halsey mentioned uh, back in the spring that when you evaluate a quarterback, you're looking for, you know, you know, mentals up here and then accuracy and then mobility. That's kind of the checklist. Uh, would you have anything else to add to that when you're kind of evaluating and, and deciphering which quarterback is best for your offense? Man, there's a thousand other things that go into it, right? Uh, the guys that play at the highest level. But I think ultimately they got to be a great competitor, right? Like that's got to be their driving force every day. Uh, having a, an extreme competitive nature. It drives them when you're not around them. And that's got to be transcended throughout your entire football team too. And, and uh, your championship teams, it, it comes from the guys and the accountability and the standards inside of the locker room. Your quarterback's got to be a huge piece of that. So again, that's Josh Heupel answering my questions about quarterbacks. And certainly the quarterbacks are going to be the theme of the rest of the summer, the theme of fall camp. It's been the theme of spring practice. Up until there is a game one starter and that guy steps foot out there against Bowling Green. Quarterbacks will be the discussion. Will it be Joe Milton, Hendon Hooker? Will it be Harrison Bailey? Will it be Bron Maurer? Well, we will have to see and we'll continue breaking all that down, especially when practice starts up until that time. So Josh Heupel overall thought he did well. I mean, for a, um, for a, a program that needs all the positive pub it can get, uh, for a head coach that understands that media is a part of his job, and for players who are just thankful to get the opportunity to go to a thing like this, I thought Bayless Jones Jr., I thought that uh, Alante Taylor and Josh Heupel all did a great job. Speaking of uh, Alante Taylor, segment number two, I'll, I'll play my one-on-one conversation with Tennessee's cornerback, and uh, looking forward to that. But first, let me remind you about Bet Online. Fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the long balls at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all that you need for UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news. Sign up for the bonuses and the contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as the teams are going through their playoff runs or getting, re- or getting ready for those runs. Head on over to the website right now or use that mobile device. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. It's your online sportsbook experts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Back here on Locked On Balls, a Wednesday edition. No Josh Ward Wednesday. Sorry about that, guys. I know I teased it on a Tuesday show, but I, uh, I'm at SC Media Days, and you know, getting getting caught up with Josh was a little difficult because we're in two locations. But we will have Ward Wednesday coming back next week. Um, I teased it earlier in the show. Alante Taylor, my one-on-one conversation with Tennessee's cornerback. Here it is. I'm right, here with Alante Taylor, and again, I've, I've already asked you this question once today, but I want to hear it again. Um, you tweeted the other day that one of your dreams is to represent your school at SEC Media Days, and here you are. So almost at the end of the day, how's it been? It's been a blast, man. Um, all the small details of this event, um, 
I want to say thank you to the SEC for giving me this opportunity, but also the University of Tennessee. And, you know, the fine works that the SEC has done to put this event together has been awesome and a good experience. Talk about, um, you know, something you know, that was preached to me growing up is trying to be well-rounded and, you know, not only be an athlete, but to be a leader, to be involved. And that's something you've been with Tennessee, with the SEC. You've been traveling across the world, it seems like. Um, how just great has this experience been for you uh, now heading into your senior year? But looking back, it's been a fun, fun college experience, right? Yeah, it has. Uh, it actually flew by in a blink of an eye for me. Um, like you said, the leadership roles, I feel like, is kind of what made time pass. Um, taking a 12-day trip to Belize from a vol leader class that I took um, was probably like the exclamation point to my leadership role. Uh, I know I have more to grow as a leader, but just from that that class and that trip really just showed me how much it is to be a leader, and I'm really thankful for the university to give me the opportunities I have to lead this program, but also lead the university. All right, so let's look at football now. Of course, now your second head coach and Josh Heupel, he's come in. He's trying to change the program and instill his type of uh, you know coaching philosophies and all that type of stuff. How has the last six months been? It was a difficult transition, I get that, but uh, how have you guys been adjusting uh, with the new regime? Uh, it's been dope, man. Uh, we, we've all like interacted really well with the Coach Heibel. Coach Heibel came in and got a whole staff together really quick, and by that, um, you know, we have that trust in our staff and we have that trust in each other. So just the uh, things that we do outside of football, man, like main event, um, rather it be main event, softball, rather it be kickball in Neyland Stadium, rather it be top golf in Neyland Stadium. Things like that is uh, what's allowed us to trust Coach Hyper because he said that he was going to do things like that. And one thing he always said was, don't just go off my words, go off my actions. And Coach Hyper's lived up to that. He's been consistent in everything that he does. And by that, I feel like the team sees that and we love that and we're just buying into his team or to his coaching staff and to what the scheme is for the season. All right, so who on the team has been best at, uh, at top golf and who's been, who was uh, best out there on the softball field? Actually, I didn't know this, but Theo Jackson was really Really, really good um, on top golf, and then for softball, I for sure give it to Trayvon Flowers, uh, my former roommate, but also played baseball, uh, really good baseball uh, athlete. So he was either just hit home runs after home runs after home runs. Uh, Willie Martinez, obviously, or Tim Banks, Willie Martinez coming in. What do you like about those guys, and what type of secondary are you guys going to try to be this year? I love those guys. Coach Martinez recruited me out of high school um, when he was at Tennessee. Uh, Coach Banks and Coach Martinez, they bring the, the same mindset that I feel like I have, which is like the killer mindset, the mindset of wanting to be elite and everything that you do, though, that I'm talking as soon as you roll out of bed, you want to be the best person to roll out of your bed, right? The best guy, best person to make your bed. So um, I love those guys. And I love the energy and the mentality that they're bringing to this defense. And for this defense, man, I, like I said, I shoot high and uh, I don't ever uh, shot from that. And like we should have you know the most interceptions we have the most turnover ratio we should have the best run stopping game uh, we should have the best in all areas of uh that you can have in college football and uh, i feel like we can do that in the secondary and i feel like that we can make that happen just because i have so much faith in this coaching staff but more so i have so much faith in these guys and their mentalities and how hard they've been working this offseason you spoke a little bit on this earlier, but specifically some newcomers since the end of spring, Brandon Turnage and uh, Kamal Haddon. Uh, what are you expecting out of them? What, how have they gelled in with you guys and trying to trying to pick up and, and learn this defense on the fly? Yeah, I expect them to have the same mentality that we have now. Um, they both came from good programs, uh, so that shouldn't change. But, you know, just interacting with those guys, working out with Brandon and just seeing his winning edge and seeing his competitive side of him, I love that about him. And I just know that he'll buy into what coaches want from him here and he'll have a high ceiling here at the University of Tennessee. Obviously, you lost a lot of the, on the you know across the board, but you know, defense losing Henry T and some other guys. But you bring in Juwan Mitchell, Caleb Tremblay, Deshaun Terry, um, you know Mohan, a whole lot of guys, and the guys in the secondary I mentioned. Um, you know, overall defense, you know, being the leader of that group, kind of what are your what are your goals? What do you? I know you want to win games. I know you want to get interceptions, but kind of as you know, what do you what do you think your goals are going to be for this year? I would say the number one goal is to be consistent in what we do. Um, 
we can sit here and preach about how we want to do this, how you want to do that, right? Like I've been saying, but it's all about being consistent in everything that you do. And by doing that, uh, I feel like we'll we'll have the winning edge on that side. But uh, another goal goal of ours is just playing together, playing for one another, and making sure that you know we love each other more than we love the game of football. And by doing that, you know it will just come out of us. All right, senior year, man, I know a lot of it's you've already been saying consistency and all that, but a one last ride here at Tennessee. What are you wanting to accomplish this year? And when it's all said and done, what are you going to look back on and, and smile 20 years down the road? Um, biggest thing is just being legendary, um, making sure that you know I leave my footprint here at the University of Tennessee, rather that be on the football field or off the field and all the things that like, you know I've been blessed to do. Um, but 20 years down the road, man, just looking back and just seeing the relationships that I have with these players and seeing the relationship that I have with these coaches, previous coaches and current coaches. Um, but knowing that I stayed, I stayed home and I played for the University of Tennessee and I wore that power tee on my chest with pride. And I didn't only do it for myself or my family, but I did it for the ones who wore it before and the guys who put a lot of sweat and pain or sweat and passion into it. Tennessee cornerback Alante Taylor. Big thanks to Alante Taylor for taking the time, Bill Martin for setting it up, and um, again, that was Alante Taylor from Tennessee's Day, Tuesday, in Hoover, Alabama at the SEC Media Days. All right, have a fun conversation coming up next with Chuck Oliver. If you're unfamiliar with Chuck Oliver, well, you probably heard one of his football shows, and you just didn't know who it was. He's syndicated in over 50 different radio stations across the Southeast. He also talks in the afternoon's drive time in Atlanta, Georgia at 680 The Fan, the home of the Atlanta Braves. Chuck Oliver coming up next, talking Tennessee football with myself in segment number three. I wonder if Chuck is a fan of Bill Barr because you know a lot of these guys down here at SEC Media Days, I'm telling you, I see them walking around, they're, they're sporting the Bill Bars because it's perfect. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day when I first got here, and you know, you're working so hard down here at SEC Media Days, you you forget you forget when to eat. Monday nights, Monday and Tuesday night, both those nights, I didn't eat dinner, and this is horrible. I know it's horrible. I didn't eat dinner until like nine thirty at night, almost ten o'clock at night, because I worked all day and I forgot to eat. Um, but what's helping me tide myself over, what's helping me pick me up when I need to pick me up during the early afternoons and, and late evenings is built Bars. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's literally something for everyone, something for me and something for you. And if you don't know which one's your favorite, the next time you order built Bars, order a mixed box where you're going to get two of each flavor. These built Bars, the majority of them have at least 17 grams of protein, usually only around 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, only four grams of net carbs. It's it's great, great stuff for the health-conscious guy or gal if you're looking to lose or maintain weight. So go to BillBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's LOCK15 for 15% off your first order. LOCK15, 15% off your next order at BillBar.com. A final segment here on a Wednesday, Locked On Vols down in Hoover, Alabama, where I'm recording this podcast. And I got to say, hey, I've caught up with a lot of the great hosts of Locked On Vaults. Chris Gordy, uh, you know, who does Locked On SEC. Uh, I've got J.J. Jones, who does Locked On Blue Devils. I've talked to a couple other great guys that I've met up that are part of the Locked On family. So, guys, it's a great family. It really is. I'm still kind of new to the family, only a couple months in, and they have they made sure to you know seek me out, introduce themselves. I've gone on their shows. It's been a whole lot of fun. So, uh, Locked On Podcast Network, If you, I really do encourage you to check out Locked On SEC for – uh, a bigger branch, a bigger look into the SEC, not just Tennessee-centric. Of course, 
listen here to Locked On Balls, but also check out Locked On SEC with Chris Gordy if you get a chance. So I just kind of want to – that's not a paid endorsement. I just kind of want to throw that in there. It's been a whole lot of fun this week, obviously covering SEC Media Days, covering Tennessee, and catching up with some of those in the Locked On Podcast Network. A guy who's not a part of the Locked On Podcast family but is well-known in college football, here's my conversation with Chuck Oliver. All right, so I've got the king of college football, Chuck Oliver, from uh, the Chuck Oliver Show and, of course, 680 The Fan down in Atlanta. And, uh, Chuck, I, I appreciate you joining the show here. And uh, tell me a little bit about how SEC Media Days has been going so far. It's been going tremendous. And, yeah, I led the show uh, yesterday by saying I'm wrong. Um, I thought last week that a lot of programs would use the lingering pandemic as an excuse to, like, not populate Radio Row at all. Because um, it's usually kind of difficult to get coaches, you know, when you got to woke four weeks out and start, you know, whatever, trying to arrange it. Um, it's the opposite. I think with kind of the zoo and the circus kind of moved outside, the coaches and players and everybody, everybody's felt so much more comfortable coming down here. And I don't know if you've ever been to ACC Media Days. This is a lot like ACC Media Days this time where there's so much access. Uh, we got all three coaches yesterday. We got two of them today. Um, I was going to bird dog Mark Stoops a little later, but uh, that's already done. So we've done. We've been having a real good experience, and I think part of it is because, and I miss the zoo. You know, I miss that part of it because the fans are so much fun. But it has been a little more productive week. Yeah. Did you get a chance to have Josh Heupel on today? Uh, we did not. Okay. We did well, not. we did. You know, just seeing him and seeing the Tennessee crew here, and uh, kind of, what are your thoughts about Josh Heupel so far, six months into uh, his tenure at Tennessee? Well, I mean, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's walking into. And after the spring game, if I'm remembering, I think it was 99 snaps, and like two of them were either zero or minus yards. Um, well, it's a spring game, and it's kind of set up for that. I get it, but I'm really, honestly, wondering about the defense. And you know, I hear people make like Ole Miss 2020 references, and I'm like, that's not all good. you got to find a quarterback first. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it can be fun on a Saturday afternoon for a few hours, um, but I think Tennessee is probably going to have the worst defense in the league. Um, I love me some Alante Taylor, and I love the linebacker transfer from Texas. And I mean, and there's some super seniors up front, some old men, you know, and so you got kind of a corner to fight out of, but having some quality players scattered throughout a depth chart is not how you survive in the SEC. Um I think what's working towards Tennessee's favor this year is that, you know, Shane Beamer, he's in yeah, it's year zero for him. I mean, he's just he's looking around going, what do we got? Um, there are some opportunities on the schedule. I'm honestly going to watch Tennessee as interested, interested as I am with any team because I want to see the combination. Like every new coach, Brian Harson, whoever, new coach, new playbook, new system, new terminology, play call, blah, all of this stuff. New, 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 new. Okay, throw pace into that, for gosh sakes. Are you going to do all of that? And you're going to snap the ball 95 times on a Saturday. Um, and the fact that, I don't know, you tell me, is Joe Milton really in this thing as much as people want to insist he is? is? Yeah, he's definitely in it, for sure. Now, a lot of people already said it's his job, and I, I it's not his job. It's, it's, it's an open competition, but I do believe – you know, Heupel went out and said, okay, we need more competition at the quarterback position. Okay, I like Joe Milton's skill set. He's everything I want in a quarterback to run this offense, but still you got to come in, you got to prove that you can run this offense. And so he'll have a chance to in camp. And you remember this, obviously, you're covering the team. Am I right? Like Joe Milton announced the day of the Tennessee spring game. Wasn't that when he – A couple days after. Okay, a couple days after. So he had watched it. Yeah. And he, I think it was the Washington State was the other place that he was watching their yeah. spring game. And it's so weird. And I know, you, you know, covering college football, you're the same way. For 50 years, if you took a transfer, by God, he's here to start. Yeah. You're not going to take a transfer in the city. Um, that's every transfer. Oh, well, he's a rotation guy. He's a wave guy. He's a depth guy. I'm like, why did he leave to be a depth guy? 
Um, but everybody insists. I thought it was Hendon Hooker. You carve that in stone, man. 11th commandment. And everybody's like, no, Joe Milton's going to be in this thing for real. So I'm excited to see it, how it kind of plays out, especially with the pace element. Seeing what you've seen from Hendon Hooker of Virginia Tech, what do you like about his game? I think he's pretty bright, and I think that when things start getting a little crazy, he's actually at his best. Um, you know, he's got that runaround element, and he can do that as all as well, but he's also stood in the pocket and delivered the ball downfield. Joe Milton has never been accurate. Now, he's, I mean, he's played 15 minutes, but um, Joe Milton had some serious accuracy issues, and, you know, the Michigan offense, it's, it's I don't want to say quarterback friendly, but it's workable, you know? I mean, it's a traditional approach up there. Josh Heupel, man, you put an octane on this thing. And so Joe Milton, he's going to have to learn to be a lot more accurate on the fly. And um, I'm looking forward to see if the man can grow a little bit. All right, so for Josh Heupel in year one, I mean, you're not going to you know, run one and build in the day. Um, the schedule's pretty you know, favorable for Tennessee, all things considered. It's still in the SEC, but your non-conference, you got three guaranteed wins. Pittsburgh's going to be a challenge, uh, but, but it's a winnable game for Tennessee. So say you do that, that's four wins right there. South Carolina, Vanderbilt, that's six wins. Um, it doesn't mean anything if you're still getting blown out by your, by your rivals, but what do you consider a successful season for Josh Heupel in year one? Is it six, seven wins? Is it 30 points a game? What, what do you th- see in that? See, you didn't say anything un- un- unreal right there, un- un- you know, un- unattainable there. Um, the issue, though, is I, I don't know if the, is this the biggest goal for Tennessee this season. Here's the biggest goal for me as a Tennessee program. You need to get out of the round robin, and this is what I'm talking about. If I ask you or anyone who covers Missouri, Kentucky or South Carolina, and Kentucky is almost about to move out of this. But if you ask any of these four teams, all right, what's your path to a bowl game? Every single person will start by saying, well, we got to beat the other three. Like if I ask Missouri, well, we got to beat Tennessee, Vandy, and South Carolina. Get out of that. You're Tennessee, for gosh sakes. That's what I want to yell. To, I don't know who to yell that to. Who, you're Tennessee. And get out of this. And somehow Mark Stoops is getting Kentucky a little bit out of that. You know, they'll still say, well, we got to beat Vandy, Tennessee, Missouri. Get out of that realm, man. Move on to the next, you know, the next challenge. And you thought you were out of that in 2019 after those two horrific losses to begin the season. Then you won the games you were supposed to win in the SEC. Still lost big to your rivals, but you took care of the South Carolina. Bama. You weren't going to beat Georgia, and you kind of understood that. In fact, you know this is another thing: Tennessee and Georgia. That's actually been more of a rivalry than you know Tennessee Bama for sure. But um, I, I, it's not supposed to be such a damn surprise when Tennessee gets a big win. And you know we've talked about this. I know you and I've talked about this. That if you're like a 25-year-old Tennessee fan. Your entire life is dysfunction. That's what you know. Oh, we had a pretty good year uh, with Fulmer that one year. That was like 07 or whatever. He had the bounce back year and then the next year going. Um, If you're 25 years old, basically your whole life as a Vols fan that you can really remember, it's been dysfunction and firings and falling short. And I'm like, that ain't what Tennessee is, people. It really is 100,000 people in that stadium. And it's just, it's, it's a tremendous environment. And it's like it's on the History Channel now. It's not only ESPN. All right, last thing, and it's a loaded one. It's a big one, but uh, I haven't heard your thoughts on this yet. Name, image, and likeness. What do you think? Uh, I was way off on that. I mean, I thought it was going to be Y2K, like planes dropping out of the sky and stuff. <laughs> and most of it, most of it is like the Arkansas offensive line signing with the barbecue restaurant. Wasn't that kind of awesome? Yeah. All right. Then we have the Miami booster who says, every kid who ever comes here on scholarship, you got six grand waiting on you. I know what that is. That gets you on probation 30 days ago. But now, like if he was June and you did that, it's Nevin Shapiro again. It's July and you did it, and it's like making a business deal. 
I think it's going to be interesting, of course. I mean, you're, you're seeing you know, more and more players go the social media route just to pick up some equipment. And I think that's a smart route to go. You're seeing you know, Bo Nix with Milo's tee and all that. And um, uh, you, you meant, there's, a, there is an Arkans, or an Auburn, there's a wide receiver somewhere. Who did a? Who has a dog and, and linked up with like a like a like a pet food chain or whatever? Like just creative stuff like that. I think it's I think it's a really really unique. But uh, I'm kind of with you. I thought it was going to be bigger initially, and it still was. But I think the more and more we get on from it, it's going to become more and more normal, and it's not going to really be a big deal. Maybe maybe a couple of months from now, unless something like Miami happens again. Yeah, I, I thought that it was going to be someone who didn't even own a business, just a booster saying, "Yeah, I'm signing autographs in the driveway, you know, Saturday morning at ten. Here's five grand." Um, and that is happening in a much more structured way. But, I, again, the, the clutch the pearls moment, oh, my God, what's going to happen? A lot of the same stuff that was happening, except now it's on Instagram because it's legal. <laughs> Chug, man, I appreciate it. Uh, it's great to uh, talk to you on, on this side of it. Usually I join your show, and I thank you for that. But, uh, you know, tell, tell my listeners where they can get some more of uh, you You're a couple of times a day, right? Uh, yeah, uh, King CFB on Twitter, and you can follow me there. But also the Chuck Oliver Show, uh, nine states, 51 sticks every day, talking college football for two hours a day. Uh, been a real blessing. Been doing it since the beginning of the 14th season. And then also host Afternoon Drive in Atlanta later on the day. So I stay busy. All right, a big thanks to Chuck Oliver for joining the show. Listen to his show. He does a college football show every single day. You can listen on his app, on iTunes, all that stuff too as well at 680 The Fan down in Atlanta. Guys, it's been a whole lot of fun. We're talking SEC football, specifically Tennessee Volunteers, but the NBA draft is coming up, and right now you can listen to the ultimate mock draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey. It features analysis from the GOAT of NBA mock draft, Chad Ford of Odyssey, NBA, NBA experts Brian Escalambrine and former general manager Ryan McDonough. Our Locked On NBA local experts will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. We've got two more days left down here in Hoover for the SEC Media Days. It's Alabama Day today, so that'll be kind of annoying. But nonetheless, I'll be here covering it. Give me a follow on Twitter, at underscore Kana, for continued SEC Media Days coverage and for all my Tennessee coverage uh, from yesterday. That and Thursday, we will talk to J.J. Jones of Locked On Blue Devils, but also he'll talk to us a little bit about the Auburn Tigers coming up later in the week. So a lot to look forward to the rest of the week. Thank you so much for tuning back in. I'm glad to be back five days a week. I've missed talking to you guys those other two days of the week when I took off. So I appreciate it. Thank you guys, and we'll do it again tomorrow on Thursday. Until then, have a great rest of your Wednesday, everybody. Wednesday, everybody.